All right, my friend, we're looking at another episode of Death Piles and Taxes. D-Roy's got all kind of knowledge he's going to drop today. Yeah, that's what Adam says when he has nothing to say. He's like, oh, let's put the ball over here and see what happens. No, I was. You, I put, was, you put me in, coach. I'll get you the first down. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be running. We're not gonna be setting records. But I'll get you. I'll get you one, one uh, first down at a time. I thought you could only do the old fumble ruski play as the all-time center. I could do that or uh, fullback. You know, I could two or three yards when you need when you need them. You put me in. Derek's the Mike Allstott. I was gonna. I don't want to be Jerome Bettis, but I'll do it. I'll take an Allstott. Uh, Bettis had some wheels. He 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 got down the field. Well, that's true. Allstott was more of a big he he was a big body. Refrigerator Perry. Oh, William, that, that's my guy. Can I tell you funny that's funny you brought that up. It, it is. It's almost uh, like we wrote it down. And and the thing is we didn't. <laughs> um before I was doing accounting, this is way back before the uh, the recession, you know, when you could sell a house to your dog and they called it a ninja loan. Up in the early 2000s. Yes, the early the early aughts. The, the turn of the century. <laughs> Back at the turn of the century, yeah, we can tell us a story about what he was doing. Way back when I was a boy, um, the ninja loan. So I, I was a loan officer. I had just uh, gotten home from my ecclesiastical vacation. Um, I still spoke the the Spanish language, and at that time, there was a pretty big market for you know getting into new homes, and it was fairly simple. So they called it the the ninja, the no income, no job, no. Anything. So, what could have went wrong? <laughs> what could have went wrong? What could have went wrong? Um, going back, said I was young. I was in my early twenties, and uh, found this. You know, looked in the local classifieds. I think it was might have been no. I don't. I think it was still online. I, I don't think it was quite the newspaper. Oh, you were in the I'm Daily Herald. You must have been sophisticated it, at the time. It, it was something. So, it was high tech. There was a job interview for um, loan officer who spoke Spanish. I'm like, that's that's me. So I applied for the job. I got it. And it wasn't like a job. It was like a full commission. It was like you were an independent contractor, which, you know, I didn't know much about. But, you know, I'm like, all right, this works for me. So if I did certain things, I worked as a processor getting loans ready for the, the person that I worked for. You know, I got $500, which I'm like, yeah, buddy, if I could do a couple of these a week, that's... Oh, that's pretty. You know, and that's back when, you know, rent was like $400 a month. So you're like, you got to take care of that and then that, and oh, I'm living pretty. Pulled out the silk and went out for Friday night. That's right. So, <clears throat> and then when you do your own deals, um, you know, basically what I did is I just got signs and went down to, to the old college town from where I used to live and just found some people that I knew and just put up a sign saying... You know, do you need a loan? And we finance anyone. <laughs> That's exactly what I was. No car, no job, no problem. So sure enough, first deal, somebody calls, and my portion of it was like six thousand dollars. You know, and the like, the person I worked for, they made some money on it. I thought, man, this is just this is amazing. So I'm like, man, if I could do one of these every month. Of course, you know, once you have that kind of money, you're like, I ain't going to work today. You know, I think that's when I was hanging out with you guys, pulling uh, beds behind cars and throwing them in dumpsters. We, we were making like twelve dollars <laughs> an hour in a call center, though. We didn't know we didn't know you were hiding these big bucks from us. Well, there was there was dollars back then. Um, of course, that you know, it, I wasn't like closing one of those once a month. It was like two months apart, three months apart. So. Um, it, it was a good time, but it's William Refrigerator Perry, they would have this conference, and it only lasted for like a year and a half because it really hit it like I hit it early, and then I'm like, 
uh oh, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> like I could see like you know the big short coming. You didn't want to be taking those phone calls when no. uh, people were starting to starting to lose the houses. No, no, I didn't want to be taking those phone calls. So, anyways, they had this conference of lenders, you know, and they had Lime and egregious. I mean, there were so many lenders, and they always called them the subprime lenders. Like, the lower the credit was, the bigger money you made on commissions. I'm like, uh, all right, something made right here. So we're at this conference, and there's William Refrigerator Perry pitching some subprime mortgage company and signing autographs on these things. And I still have one. In fact, when we're done, I'll show it to you. I pulled it out of the uh, the magic box from of all your treasures, I've never seen that one. I've never seen the William Refrigerator Perry. Long story who is, short, who is dead? Who, who is dead? Um, the, the the fullback who who D Roy is saying he resembles. I'm saying I could get you the yardage. You put, could. Me, put me in, put me in coach, and I'll, I'll pick up that extra yard for well, you. Well, that got us some yardage there, D Roy. So that's I guess going in the Did way. We got first down or not? Oh well, yeah, we're past the first. I just have down. to set you up. I just have to set you up. Like you said, this show What's is this more about this loan officer stuff now. I mean, we all did jobs and different things, but but uh, you know, you know, Conrad Thompson. I know Conrad. He's made a big business of this. <clears throat> I think he's done it above board. Yes, but uh, you know, that's not. I mean, uh, he tells a story about he was in he was in college because everyone says you have to go to college and, and be smart and, and do these things. Um, he'd started a business, kind of an entrepreneur type guy. And he was doing these loans, kind of like what you were saying. I don't know if he was doing that exactly. There's a lot of different I'm, avenues in that. I'm sure that he was. Everybody was. But he was doing that kind of thing. And uh, his college professor was, was telling him, you know, I don't remember if economics or what class he was in. But they're like, hey, man, you know, you get your degree here four years. You can make $30,000 a year, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. And uh, he stayed after class and went up to him. And he said, hey, I don't know if I'm cut up out for this. And the professor said, well, how come? I mean, you're a good student. You show up. You're doing well. He said, you said after all this, if, if we're lucky, I'll be making this amount of money. The guy's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you apply yourself. You get a job, entry level. That's about what it is. He said, this is what I made last year and showed him his tax numbers. And the professor says, that's more than I make. You, uh, you're done with, yeah, you're done with school. Yeah. <laughs> you're done with school. So, uh, there's, I mean, you know, different, different paths up different mountains. And, uh, if you find something like that, you know, if you do it honest and above board, I mean, because if it's not, it'll come back to you. And it'll crash, and yep. nobody will. Your reputation—that's one of those things where like, your reputation carries a lot of weight. Uh, but if you if you find something you can do it the right way and still make you some money, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not saying become a mortgage person, but if uh, you got those skill sets, why not? It's it's funny you bring up kind of mortgage stuff. We, I, I'm trying to get through the the second tax season. It's extension time, so all these things I did put off. You know, I've got to get them done here in the next two weeks. But even after that, I've got quarterly taxes that happen again in October. So, like, what we do never stops. Never ends. It, it never ends. That's why the two things that are certain, like, it's going to happen. Taxes, no matter, just when you think you're done, guess what? There it is again. And there it is again. And that's, you know, the real benefit of my job is it's, I mean, yeah, there's, there's opportunities. There's some things that may or may not happen, but. The government ain't going to stop making you file your taxes. And every time they think they make it easier, they do something different. You know, like what we've talked about several times over with this 1099K limitations where it was going to be 600 and now it might be 10000 Like, there's just so many things because the more they track, the more they want their money, which I understand. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we've all got to pay our fair share. And they're going towards a system to where there's going to be a lot less opportunity to 
not pay taxes on money that you make. Well, I mean, you, you think about it. There's a lot of promises out there. Not to get political, but we have to a little bit here. There's a lot of promises out there, and there's not a lot of money coming in. So they're going to get their money from somewhere. They're yes. either going to up your taxes or they're going to tax more things because uh, it's not a popular thing as a politician to come and say, hey, remember that uh, that stuff that you've been putting in every time when you worked that was going to pay for your retirement? Yeah, you're not getting that anymore. Uh-huh. Or, or uh, that's going to stop here. Or, you know, those roads that you like to drive, they're tow roads now. Or, you know, mm-hmm. these gas prices, yeah, this isn't sustainable, so this is going to go up an extra couple bucks. Yeah. I mean, um much as we don't like to say it, don't like to say, I mean, sales tax, wherever you go, they're going to nickel and dime because they're running off promises and they're not going to get reelected if they come out and give the cold hard truth, which needs to happen. At some point, there's going to be a reckoning because it's just, you can't run like that. We all know that. Uh, we got budgets. We got businesses. You can't just run in a deficit and keep printing yourself out of it forever. It doesn't work. It's going to collapse. So at some point, there's going to be a reckoning and uh, we'll see what happens then. But up until then, they're going to try to find these clever ways to tax, tax more, tax, you know, more often, more percent, a, a percent, it's only 1% here, 1% there. You know, you do that a hundred times, it's a hundred percent. So it's, uh, yeah, death taxes in Utah football, Adam. That's what I've, I heard. That's what I heard. That's, that's the new thing I heard. And like you said, uh, it's not just income tax, it's state taxes, it's property tax, it's personal property taxes, it's sales tax, it's restaurant tax, it's excise tax, it's, uh, you know, it's fuel tax, it's fuel surcharge tax, it's, you know, delivery excess fee. I don't know. I know that you like this thing, but, you know, when you go to every place now, like it's not a restaurant. You go into just a normal place to get a burger, you know, they give it to you and they have an automatic 10% or 20% tip. I like this place. What does that even mean? I, I know that that's your thing. Like, you're a big man of the people, you know, when some kid takes your order at Sonic, you know, you're you're down and willing to give him an extra 20% for they, tip. They turn that I, I, uh, iPad around and just kind of stare at you when you have to, have to hit the certain button. Depending on what you put here is going to be how I take care of your food. Like it used to be, you could tip after the service. Now yeah, it's like uh, pre-tip. Uh, the old pre-tip. That kind of with I got it during COVID because uh, a lot of places were short-handed and we, you know, yeah. It's still it's it's not came people haven't came back. I don't know what's going on, but like there's not the staff that there was. Whatever's happens happened. Uh, but there was a time where there was you know nobody there and restaurants were open and you know grocery stores were barren. So if you went there and the guy showed up to work, yeah, you give him an extra yeah. percentage because we all got it. It was tough times. Yes, it was. And uh, we're glad that they were there and the government was giving you checks. So why not, right? Um, but that's just kind of carried over to like your your first job and you're making ice cream cones and uh, <laughs> you're sitting there at McDonald's wanting an extra twenty percent or whatever, and it's yeah. like that. That just I don't know. I I have a hard time with some of. I have a hard time with a couple of things. That's that's one of them. <laughs> the old pre tip. Well, a pre-tip on a fast food item when you're at a drive-thru or that kind of thing. If I'm at a, a nice restaurant, they serve you, you know, I don't mind tipping and I'll give a fair good tip. But when you're, like, picking up a Subway sandwich, and uh, I made many of them in my day so I could talk about it, you know, you go down the line and you put on the oregano and you, you put on some mustard and it's $15. I, you know, why am I tipping you? I, you just you just did your job. I wonder if you I'm, go... I'm going to go fill up my own drink and grab my own chips <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> and bust my own table. <laughs> I wonder, I, I might be willing to tip if I went there and says, can I get the U-cut and see if anyone knows what's yeah, going the on? Yeah, U-cut, that's long gone. But, but if I can get the U-cut... Long gone. That, that would be... 
uh, quite the ordeal. So, speaking of that, D-Roy, where, where are we going for lunch? Lunch slash dinner. Right? Lunch slash dinner, man. It's it's man, it's it's almost it's almost two in the afternoon. Well, it's pregame. Wait, I I don't know, but wherever it is, we best get going. I I didn't eat my I didn't eat anything just just for this purpose. I got saltwater taffy. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm a changed man a little bit, so you so we'll are a changed man. We might go see if we find us a crab boil. Uh, there's a good place, a southern place. I, I got that on the radar too. So, uh, you got anything else for us, D. Roy? <laughs> now I'm hungry. That's what I got. <laughs> I got lunch. We're gonna have to pre-tip. The old pre-tip at the new place. So. Oh, I do got. I got. Well, that's kind of a fun story. It's, it's. I was. I had to go over to the. So I owed Adam some money. So I, I was gonna go. What do you mean owed? Well, I'm, I paid you up now. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. No, you're just messing with the people. <laughs> they heard the last episode. This is in the future. Oh, okay. This is the future. So I, I thought, well, I'm going to swing by the Walmart because I need to break some bills and, uh, you know. Break some bills. Break some bills. And so I go over there and got me some gum and I got me my uh, saltwater taffy because take that to the games now. It's, it's kind of a tradition. It's kind of a good luck charm, oh, if yes. you will. And uh, had my, ear, my earbuds in. Of course, we're in the heart of Utah County. Oh, yes. And I'm all decked out my Ute stuff. For people that don't know, BYU is kind of the more popular squad around here, big rival, but there's a fair share of Utah fans. Which we enjoyed that game last week, too. I, I like to double dip. Adam does. I, I They can go pound sand for all I care, but we're not getting off on that one. <laughs> this would be a college sports <laughs> talk, talk show. Well, I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind them as much as I mind their fans, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Sorry, don't want to D-roll yet. So I have my, my earbuds in. I'm going to the self-checkout lane, and, and this lady, the worker, comes up, and she's talking to me, and I can't hear her. So I take him out and kind of look at her, and I don't know if she's like, hey, you can't scan here, or like, she's going to give me crap, or or just ask Whatever. me something. Yeah. And she's like, who's going to win the game? Like, well, I'm obviously going for Utah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Utah, I tell her. Yes. And she's like, you think they're going to do it? And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to go. They're going to give it their best. I'm I mean, invested. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to go down with injuries, reports, and all that. But I'm like, I think they got a fair chance. I think they're going to. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be fun. I think they're going to kick some ass. <laughs> and then she caught up what she said. And she's like, I mean, I think, I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. <laughs> I said, I, I, I like your, I like your attitude, ma'am. And then by that time, I already put in my card and I got out to the car. And I'm like, oh, I was there to break some bills. So, uh, Adam gets bonus today, I guess. She thanks th- to her, she threw you off your game. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting that from the, the nice little Walmart lady there that was uh, just, just excited to see me. So, uh, there you go. That's. I mean, you, you wear, you wear red. Good things happen, Adam. All I know is that's what D-Roy does for people. It just puts a smile on your face. That's that's why I got. That was my derailed story. There you go. She derailed me. There you go. So putting that, uh, there are, I guess now, we'll say three things for certain in derailed. That would be? Well, right now it's going to be death. <laughs> Uh-oh, I set him up. Uh, I, I slipped there. There's, there's, there's three things, not two things. It's going to be death piles, taxes, and Utah football. All right. Copyright.